Hey guys, this is What Mean. I'm Alex. I'm his wife. Amanda. They don't need to know my name. They already know your name. You've been on other episodes. <laughs> anyway, if you hear me kind of being a little bit like mucusy or like sick sounding, it's because I have a cold or maybe just allergies. I'm not sure. So you guys get to look forward to that. I might also cough up a lung on air. Oh. So that's great. But anyway, um, we're here today to review Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. And I guess we just uh, briefly go over um, what our experiences are with, like, Disney Channel original movies. Like, uh, do you want me to go first? It doesn't matter. Um, I, I think my first Disney Channel original movie was probably Halloween Town. I remember watching it. And in another installment of Alex is easily frightened by things. I remember <laughs> being really scared of Calabar as a kid and having to turn the channel every time he would appear in that mask and everything. And um, just I, I remember seeing that one, really liking it, but also kind of being scared by it. And then I remember also seeing stuff like Smart House. I know you, you've seen more than me, um, if you want to go over some of your favorites. Um. I think, like, a lot of the Halloween specials are really, really good. Um, Phantom at the Megaplex, um, Can of Worms, Under Wraps. I'm going to throw in Up, Up, and Away in those, as well I've as, never like, the seen Halloween Town Trilogy. Which one? Uh, up, Up, and Away. What's that one about? Superhero? Superhero Family. It's kind of good. Um, it's very similar to Sky High, minus the high school element. Interesting. I might have to look into that. It's probably on Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus did not sponsor us, but I would recommend everybody go in and watch the stuff or just get a subscription to Disney Plus. I'm sure all you have it. Everybody has a Disney Plus subscription. Or they know someone who has a Disney Plus subscription and they use their account. But um, we were talking about DCOMs. Yeah. Um, I just I think they were really good, especially when I was younger, because more time and effort was put into them and they didn't try to turn them out monthly as they did when we got a little bit older. Although I will say Cloud Nine still slaps it is such a good movie it's so cheesy but so good but the halloween time movies are really really great obviously the first two are the third one's good too it's okay it's fantastic it, it uh, hush we're just gonna disagree on did you just tell me to hush on my podcast you know what i i, I do everything in the house so yes anyway I um love i love you too <laughs> but um i guess just getting briefly into this uh at as evidenced by the title, this is Calabar's Revenge, but it's not him. It's his son, actually. And um, he has a thing for Marnie. Um, he kind of tricks her. Uh, they go into a room. He takes the book, turns the whole uh, Halloween town gray, and then um, she tries to get out before he can turn all the humans into, like, creatures or whatever because he sees them as, like, like, what they're doing is, like, mocking them or whatever, which is interesting. I've never really seen, like, I guess, like, it's a just, I, I've seen other things, obviously, where there's, like, a town of, like, you know, kind of scary creatures, like, I guess, a nightmare before Christmas or stuff like that. But I've never seen someone be like, oh, like, they're mocking us or something like that. I think it was really cool that, like, they took it that way, especially with, like, the history and quotes that Aggie had provided while they were in Halloween Town, when she talked about the gray spell being used to reflect um, what the creatures saw the humans as being, and then the creature spell was used to basically make the humans pay for what the creatures felt as them being mocked. 
because you know during the time period when all those bills were originally created that that was a very real thing for them it was like a form of discrimination during the dark ages right yeah before yes don't say dark i mean i know they said dark ages but we're gonna say middle ages because we're we respect medieval studies here um and like you know it was just really cool and interesting the way that like they they weaved in like this history of these creatures who don't exist i thought that was kind of cool i think i guess before we really go into how we felt about the movie me and you were talking and i kind of do want to see a prequel movie i know they probably wouldn't make it now of the mom because just like her story seems really interesting to me that you can tell the grandma and her have not her grandma her mom and the mom kind of like smooth things over but you can definitely tell that there was some like you know, like, they kind of didn't get along or didn't see eye to eye for the longest time because she married, like, a mortal, basically, and renounced her magical side, which would be, actually would make a really good movie. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of, um, like, Orthodox Judaism or Islam, where, like, your family kind of disowns you if you um, either convert or marry outside of that religion. So that's something to think about. That's really deep for a decom, but then again, this kind of does, you didn't agree with me, but I think this kind of does go into kind of like, um, I, I wouldn't say, I was going to say like racial stuff, but like a very surface level, I guess I would say, like it's, it's there if you want to read into it. Oh, I think old school decoms were significant, like we're very much deeper than like the modern decoms. I mean, just look at the color purple, which literally did dive into like racial, I- racial issues in south africa like it's it's very much like they used to be more bold on disney channel yeah but like i like how this is also i guess because like there there is like stuff like that like cal has very much a way of looking at it as like the halloween town people were like persecuted or whatever is the kind of vibe i get and so like if you wanted to draw parallels you could but um it much more deals with what like hate as an emotion can kind of do to a person how it can kind of like poison them and make them like this awful like evil person and how like you can't you can't really hold on to that because like it will it'll poison you and make you like a terrible person like even marnie i think it was one of your favorite lines towards the end of the movie says like i feel sorry for you but like i'm not scared of you or whatever no, it was, um, I feel bad for you and I want to help you, but I am not afraid of you. And I was just like, yes. Yeah, and I think that's honestly, like, that was that was a great line. Like, the writing in this is actually really good. Like, I was surprised because I remember as a kid, like, I like this movie okay, but, like, I remember much more liking the first one. And now, rewatching it, now this is just, like, it's just a great sequel. Like, this is just a really good, it builds on the foundation of the first movie. I would argue it's better than the first movie in that it w- could have worked as a standalone film had just slight tweakings been done to the, uh, like, plot. Like, Cal, like had Cal's motive been tweaked slightly, it could have worked as a standalone film. But yeah, but it also does work as a sequel, though, because it builds on all of the things from the previous movie and kind of makes them a little bit darker. It kind of um, like unlike the third one, it kind of goes darker and kind of like grows up a little bit like the first one is first one's a really fun movie. First one is like much more like hijinks and stuff like that. Much more of a lighthearted feel. This one was 
for for a, a Disney Channel original movie was kind of darker, like surprisingly, like not quite don't look under the bed. It was my favorite dark, decom as a kid. But like it was it was pretty good. Like I was really impressed with um just it as a sequel and just I felt like the writing was better too. Maybe, but they also already had the characters established and they didn't have to like work out character traits or character motives like they did in the first one. No, I meant just like the writing in general. Like I felt like the dialogue was better. Mm. But but yeah, um You're also they were also working with like younger kids in the first one too. So the dialogue had to be more childlike. Yeah, that's the point I was making. It's kind of like I guess I would compare it to um like the Harry Potter movies where like the f- the first ones are very much more like kid movies. And, like, as it goes on, it gets much darker and, like, much more mature. Like, not not quite as much as the Harry Potter movies do, obviously. I want to give a hot take on the Harry Potter movies, though. The first two movies are by far the best movies when you're going by book accuracy. The first two. Not even the last one? I heard the last one's closer to the book. No. But if you're going by book accuracy, the first two movies are the best of them. The worst would be the fourth one. But, like, they just leave out so many important plot points, and it makes me so angry. Anyway, I digress, because I will get on my soapbox about Harry Potter and talk about it if I do not digress. It's okay. We can do tangents on this one. I'm all for if there's other things to talk about, we can talk about that. But, um... <coughs> Please don't die. I'm not going to die. Uh, yeah, anyway, you guys just heard me cough up a lung, like I promised earlier. So I probably won't cut this part out. But, um... <laughs> Anyway, I guess just going into it, um, this really held up. Um, I was really impressed by it, and uh, I guess I don't really have that much else to say about it. I know it towards the end, I guess, getting kind of like Alex was very scared of things when he was a kid. Are we not going to talk about the place where everything goes when you lose it? Oh, um, what was that place called again? Like Mort's house? Oh, yeah, that was really cool. I love that concept. As a child, I was convinced it was real because I would lose just one sock or one thing and I would never be able to find it. And like my mom would always joke that the dryer ate it, but like not. It went to Mort's house. I used to think the same thing as a kid. And like I just I think it was so cool. And then like getting to see two different sides of this man, like his actual self and the gray self was so wild because the gray self is like the antithesis of who he is. Also, the pet cockroach. I just, ugh. The animatronics were actually pretty impressive for, like, what I'm sure was a very limited budget for, like, a Disney Channel movie. Like, I was impressed that the animatronics and, like, the cockroach, like, obviously you don't look at that thing and be like, oh, that's real. But, like, the animatronics were kind of impressive for, like, you know, the probably limited budget they had. I was impressed. Additionally, I was really, I really enjoyed the, like, use of the timeline. Like you I mean you mean that door that they opened and all of a sudden there was just a time machine thing? It wasn't a time machine. It's a timeline. Yeah. A wiz- like a wizard lost his timeline, and like the whole use of the timeline was to work like a like a Stephen Hawks uh, black hole singularity. But you never you never thought you would hear in a Disney Channel original movie. I was just like, oh, like we're doing this and this. Okay. Well, no, it's really cool because Marnie like mixes a lot of um, scientific information. And, like, technology in with magic, which I thought was a really cool blending of worlds. And I feel like it very much um, mimics, like, millennials growing up. Because we have, like, 
the older like traditional like methods of like fun and communication with our friends and yet we're also growing up in digital age so we are a combining of two unique cultures one that is currently being created and it was just really interesting and i thought that it was a nice parallel to the kids who would have been watching it growing up because it's stuff that they would have known about and would have understood even if they didn't like understand it like perfectly, it would have made sense to them like what was being said when when referenced to technology. And then Aggie's like confusion about it all mimics grandparents. Like in the nineties and early two thousands, if you mention a technological thing, most of the time your grandparents were very confused. Most of the time, even now for me. I was gonna say my grandma is still very confused about technology. Like, I remember having or my uh, sister having to show my grandmother how to just operate her phone normally. Like, just use the different buttons or just use Facebook in general. But um, My grandma's not even on Facebook. <laughs> but she yeah. has a flip phone. Huh. <coughs> She's never sent an email in her life. Huh. But, yeah, anyway... Um, yeah, I was just really impressed by um, this movie. I thought they did a really good job, I guess, going back into what I was saying earlier. Um, what I was saying earlier about Alex is easily scared by things. I remember being creeped out when the mom got turned into, like, that goblin thing. Like, that was really creepy. I remember having to change the channel because that part really creeped me out as a kid. She was a ghoul. You could tell you're the oldest child and you didn't have older siblings who would make fun of you if you were afraid of things. I was also just, like, easily, like, the thing was, like, most of the time the thing on the screen wouldn't be, like, super scary. It would be my imagination that would just run with it, basically, or just, like, put things into it that would make it more scary for me. Like, I would psych myself out about it to the point where, like, I got mm -hmm. scared of it. But, yeah, um, I really like this movie. I really think it's a really good sequel casting choice was 10 out of 10 like baby amanda was like in love with cal like i didn't even care he was evil i was just like yes anyway marnie was really cute too i remember having a crush on her but um fun fact they're actually married in real life and still do stuff about halloween town or still talk about it and do giveaways and stuff like that which i find really funny and also kind of really sweet that they probably met on this movie and then, like, I've been married since then. I think that's kind of awesome. I've um, been married since then, but y yeah, I, I you know like, what I mean. Yeah, I was just like, babe, they were they were children. We aren't having child brides here. That anyway, you know what horror. I meant. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I really like this movie. I really like um just the writing, everything. I think everything was just really well done in this. Some of the effects. Don't really hold up, but that's fine. Um, Cal's face coming out of the wall. Yeah, we laughed at that. That was really... Or, or the part where he comes out of the bricks, basically, where he has no eyebrows. You know what it reminded me of? What's uh, what's that? Oh, my gosh. What's it called? Like, the yellow wallpaper or the, 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 the short story about the wallpaper? I don't know that one. Oh, my God. Um, no, like, basically, like, the woman, she sees faces in the wallpaper and hears voices and stuff. She goes crazy. I've never heard of that one. I have to look it up now. Anyway, did you have any further thoughts before I guess we sign off here? 
best out of the whole Halloween Town. Um, I was gonna say trilogy, but there were four of them. So best we don't of count the fourth one here. The fourth one doesn't exist. We do count the fourth one here. It does exist because Marnie finally ends up with the character played by Lucas Gabriel, and there's that great use of the Jesse McCartney song. I don't care if it's a different actress. She's still Marnie. Not to me. Hashtag not my Marnie. That's okay. Christian Bale is hashtag not my Batman. That's a whole nother conversation <laughs> for another time. That's a whole nother podcast for another time. But um, anyway, um, yeah, you're right. It is one of the best out of like any of the Disney Channel original movies for me personally. And then also like one of the best sequels for me, honestly. Like um, it's just a really good sequel. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, I really enjoyed talking to you about this. I know we kind of uh, rambled a little bit, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. Um, and give it another watch if you haven't seen it in a while. Um, let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, I'll include a link to the podcast page. Um, you can recommend movies or just different things you want us to talk about, and we'll do it. But um, Can I have a recommendation? Sure. What is it? Repo, Genetics Opera. We might do that one in the future. But anyway. Um, also Rocky Horror. Anyway. She won't let me finish the podcast. <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, I'm Alex. I'm Amanda, his wife. And this has been What Mean. I am his wife. I am his wife.